Biohazard. The Report. Biohazard The Report, your source for movies based on horror video games. I'm your host, Celise. And I'm Thea. And this week we're covering Resident Evil Damnation, I think it is. Degeneration. Degeneration. Damnation is the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the f- part one of a three-part animated series from- So they are all connected. Yes. I know at least Degeneration and Damnation are- because Amazon okay. told me so when I rented them a couple of days ago. <laughs> I spent okay. h- three of my hard-earned American dollars on these movies. Before we get too super far into it, I do want to kind of pause and go back to our warning that this is a horror show. So there may... A ho- I, this is a horror show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so there may be some body violence, some gore, some blood, some guts, some disfiguration, etc., etc. It's a horror game. Yeah, there's big, uh, nasty-looking monsters in this one. Well, one in particular. Mm-hmm. For those of you who have played the Resident Evil 2 remake, you will be very familiar with the effects of the G-Virus. Yes, I'm actually very surprised that they got all that straight, considering, uh, well, maybe that's just leftover trauma from watching the the live action where they could not keep anything straight in their own story. That is true. I mean, we did, especially given the um, time fuckery of the live action movies that we had to deal with for so long. Mm -hmm. But in this one, we know it's exactly seven, well, not exactly, but it's seven years from the Raccoon City incident. Mm -hmm. We We know for a fact, which is just chef's kiss. So good. I love me some concrete timelines. (laughs) what's the plot of this one so the plot of this one is a umbrella is yep is a guy who does a thing who does a thing the end you know what he looks like the the curtis uh miller is the villain's name quote-unquote villain he looks like the guy from Resident Evil Zero who I keep calling Sephiroth, even though it's not okay, <laughs> his name at I'm, all. I'm so glad you said that because I literally was watching it and he like his face popped up and I went Sephiroth. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah. Cause my boyfriend is playing through Final Fantasy VII right now. So it's like <laughs> I, I would recognize that flowing mane anywhere. Yes. Um, the the middle part, a little bit of bangs. Long hair. The bangs are slightly, like, teased in the front, too, so they've got that weird silhouette. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Iconic. So the- You know who else is in here? Leon- Again, Claire. Claire. My girl, Claire. Claire. Redfield, hello. Who's a redhead in this- in this one. Living yeah, up I, to her I, Redfield name, I guess. I did not know that it was Claire until they said her name, and I was like, okay, uh, yeah, Claire, okay. She doesn't look like Claire that I know. I I was doing the exact same thing. I was like, is it Claire? 
Is it Jill? Who is this supposed to be? Because I, I got the impression that it was somebody we were supposed to know. I was just like, hmm, who could it be? Yeah. So the overarching plot of, of this movie in particular is a Umbrella-esque company has div- uh, has appeared and is facing uh, is facing some public backlash because they are creating the the vaccine for the T virus, but have not released any of that information publicly. Um, so people are getting upset because if it's something I could save humanity, why are you keeping it private? Yes, specifically, uh, Mr. Curtis Miller. Yes, Mr. And Curtis Miller. I, I will be honest, I was sort of on his side for the whole movie, because his whole deal was that he was either he was, he wanted them to release the government information about the involvement in the Raccoon City incident, or else he was going to release the T-virus into all the major cities. And I was like, okay, but that information should be released. We should, the government should take responsibility for their involvement in the infection and deaths of an entire fucking city. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Miller's whole motivation is that his wife and children were killed in the Raccoon City incident, and he was the only survivor of his family. Um, His sister, who is part of the police force that we run into, Angela, she still survives, but his wife and children are killed in that incident. Mm -hmm. I also did not know that her name was Angela. I kept forgetting it. I also kept forgetting it until the very end of the movie when she and Leon are like, Staring at each other and going, Leon, Angela, Leon, (laughs) Angela, for like 15 minutes. (laughs) Then I remembered what her name is. (laughs) You know who she's voiced by? Uh, I can't remember. Are you familiar with uh, Critical Role? A little bit. Do you know Laura Bailey? (gasps) Really? Yes. I would have never... Me neither. I didn't know until I started watching the Reddit scroll and I'm like, wait, Laura Bailey? Hello? Hello? Why are you here in the Resident Evil? It's so weird to see internet people outside of internet things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like when the McElroys were in the Trolls movie. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing there? That's not where you go. (laughs) I mean, they've... I mean, good good on them for uh, starting out a podcast while they were high and then doing the title of the podcast, which was a joke at first, but then they were like, you know what, actually... We did it. Like, good on them. Um, I guess we should kind of, like, go through the general plots of this movie, huh? So, it starts out with uh, Claire. I believe they're in... Where are they? Are they in America somewhere? I think so. I literally have no idea where anything is. All I know is that it starts in an airport and does not end in an airport. I thought it was going to be an airport movie, but I was wrong. (laughs) An airport movie? Well, you know, that there's a... Um, I wrote it down. There's something about that it's it's common for, or I guess it's a trope that zombie movies uh, occur in airports a lot that I've seen. And I just thought that was interesting. I thought this was going to be one of those where they're like stuck in an airport for an hour and a half, but it was really only like 20 minutes. Right. That's intriguing. Uh, but, but Claire's coming. That's what? That's so intriguing. I would have never. Hmm. I, I wonder why airports are such an important figure for zombie movies. Maybe it's because it's a place of mass gathering 
And so it's an easy place for infection to break out. And it travels across countries and states and cities. And Yeah, I guess it really is symbolic. Another thing that I noticed as a general trend for horror movies, and especially Resident Evil movies, is that the beginning of the movie starts in some kind of news or video journalism coverage about events um, that is popular for uh the resident evil 3 make remake does this where it's a live action sequence of like riots and uh, uh outbreak coverage and then it goes into the video game um which i thought was really cool mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie they they tricked me because i was like wow this is incredible animation <laughs> they they tricked me and then they went into the engine uh models and i was like mm, this is not as pretty <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, they're in a they're in an airport, and Claire is hanging out with a a friend of hers, an unspecified her, friend. <laughs> yes, and her daughter, her little girl, um, whose name I don't remember. Uh, right. <laughs> I was trying to remember and I just couldn't. No, uh, Resident Evil do like to make their female characters into mother figures, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. One of the big uh spearheads of i think it's like what is it it's like will pharmaceuticals or something is the umbrella-esque corporation will Will pharma that's what it is um is so the senator is a um big shareholder and spearhead of this company so he's facing a lot of issues and they make a really broad statement of oh look it's the bad guy well the little the little daughter girl does yeah and, and they I'm just... so proud of her for recognizing this old white dude as immediately the bad guy. <laughs> I'm I'm with her there, to be honest yeah. with you. In addition, the British guy that like like they're they're sitting on the the airport seats, whatever the waiting chairs, and this guy is like uh, giving his two cents about this video footage that nobody asked for. And I was like, okay, he's super suspicious. Who is this guy? I hate him so much. And I was right. Never trust the white man. <laughs> Never trust a suspi- suspicious British airport guy. That's true. Um, so I actually think that the way that they set up the outbreak is really intriguing. So be- the world is aware of the Raccoon City incident. You can't cover something like that up. Well, at least th- the U.S. is aware of it. Mm-hmm. As a protest, someone puts on a zombie mask and pretends to be a zombie and is shambling towards the senator. And Claire goes over and rips his mask off and is like, that is too much. Because, you know, she only survived Raccoon City, which only like a handful of people did. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, that's stupid. And then there's another guy that starts shambling up and they're like, oh, fuck another one. It's a real zombie. It's a real ass zombie, and he goes at the security guy, um, which is a lot less gory than I was maybe expecting. But I, I don't know how easy it is to animate uh, teeth sinking into flesh. So, well, I mean, that's it's fair. It, it is a zombie movie, so I feel like if out of all of the effects that you could have, I feel like that's maybe the most important one. Yes, I will say that the animation looks like I'm watching one really long cutscene mm-hmm. out of a video game, which is fun. I haven't fact-checked me, so don't, uh, I haven't fact-checked this, so don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that it was done in either the RE4 cutscene engine that they use, 
or like the fifth one. I'm pretty sure it was done in one of Capcom's engines because it just oh. looks too similar to their actual graphics for it to not at least be heavily inspired by that technology. Yeah, I can't immediately picture the RE5 cutscenes in my brain yet. Maybe it's because <laughs> during those cutscenes, you're too focused on button pushing. Yes, <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> to be like, ah, oh, yes, cutscene that is happening. Just kidding. Yeah. Triangle, square. Triangle, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I cannot play on a PS uh, controller. I don't know what anything is. I'm yeah. so bad at it. It also doesn't help that all of the different systems have the same buttons, just in different locations. Yeah, the X on the on every like console, the X is in a different spot, and I'm, it's so frustrating. It's very annoying and is not very user friendly. You know what? Game companies get yourself together and make one controller. Yeah, yeah. There should be one controller model. Maybe they can spice it up with like the designs. But if, if you're gonna put an X. On your main four buttons, put it in the same goddamn spot so I don't have to relearn how to Please. play a video game for every console. Thank also, you. Also, Nintendo, get A and B out of here. Yeah, fuck off, A and fuck, B. Fuck off, A and B and Z. Get out of here. <laughs> what the hell? Get out of yeah, here. That's right, li- right trigger, left trigger. Mm hmm. Precisely. Uh, anywho, then, uh, miscellaneous zombie outbreak stuff happens, you know, yada yada, nothing super, super. Wow. Super mm-hmm. important. <laughs> um, nothing super important. Uh, and then eventually, uh, we, we meet two, one of our main characters, Angela. So there are three main characters in this movie. Angela, Leon motherfucking Kennedy, and, uh, is his middle, Christian middle name. That is his Christian middle name. And Claire Redfield. Although, Claire is really only in the first half of the movie, and then we kind of lose her for a while. Yeah, that's true. You can tell that, that Angela is the other main character because she looks just as sparkly and spicy as Leon does, whereas the other, uh, military dude that we're introduced to looks just like a gross dude. Well, his name is his name is Greg, so I mean... His name is Greg, yeah. Also, if your name is Greg, I'm sorry, but you're not going to survive a zombie movie. That's just false. You're too... You're, you just can't. It's not allowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a major problem with the way Angela was, like, animated or drawn. Mm-hmm. Like, I know this is, is kind of... Because she looks like she's had four sessions of Botox? Yes! <laughs> yeah. It is absolutely... Her... I could not... Stop staring at her lips the oh whole my God, time yeah. she was on screen. I was like, why does she look like she's, like, ready to kiss at any moment? Yeah. Like, I mean, they would, but... They also... She's also, like, almost too, made too sexy, right? Like, her eyes mm-hmm. are always in this, like, sultry position. And her hair is always perfectly framed around her face so that it's, like, very sexy. It's like... Yes. My dudes, this is a zombie movie. Nobody came here for sex. Like, I mean, the people who made this movie came here for the horny and no other reason. Yeah, um, there's a lot of horniness going on in this movie. Um, before, before we started recording, V and I were talking about how, um, literally everyone who ever meets Leon wants to fuck him. And it's especially apparent in this movie because both Claire and Angela are, like, ready to ride that pony all the way home. Uh, the only thing I can appreciate out of that is that they didn't do that to Claire, the right. other female protagonist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
Okay, sure. But also, like, stop being horny for Leon, please, for five seconds. I mean, I get it. I, too, have <laughs> been horny for Leon at many points in my life. <laughs> However, now is not the time. Now is not the time. <laughs> so, this is... Uh, um, I don't know how to, like, go on from here, because nothing super important happens for a very long time. <laughs> the other military dude is an asshole for the whole time they're in the airport, and then he dies, and uh, Angela feels bad, and I'm like, I can't relate. Uh, <laughs> and at one point, Leon gives Claire a gun to, like, help her out, but then takes the gun back from her. And I was like, no, <laughs> Leon, give Claire the- Because the, the, of the- like, two minutes that she has the gun, she fucks up some zombies better than anybody else I've ever seen. And just a quick reminder that she does not have any military training or tactical training. She's just that good. Yeah, she's just a lady. Like, that's what's crazy to me about Claire. Like, everybody else has some sort of military training. Chris, Jill, Leon, Sheva. Like, everybody else has some sort of military training, whereas Claire is just a lady. She, like, works... (laughs) In, in, uh, where, where does she work in this? She works for the FDA, the Federal Drug Administration. (laughs) Yeah, she works for, like, I mean, she is a a warrior against, uh, Umbrella, but in a different sense. Um, but she can go ham on some zombies if you give her a gun. Mm -hmm. And I love that about her. She's great. Like, out of all of the characters, I think Claire's probably the best audience surrogate. Because she's, like, literally just a lady (laughs) she's just there oh my god Uh, yeah but we do love claire we are now and forever always claire stands she is somehow always the best written character in any piece of media she's in um so eventually claire and leon split up claire goes with mysterious british man like a dumb dumb claire making bad choices they go to get the vaccine um for the the t-virus because there's now an outbreak in this thing and the apparently the quote-unquote terrorists blew up the supply that the military had brought so they're going to get more um and then leon how does leon end up in that facility i don't remember claire calls him from british guy's office and is like hey Something's really suspicious up here. We think the uh, Miller guy is in the building, uh, and he's gonna uh, set a bomb off. Um, and so, but then the bomb goes off. We there's a really awkward cut from the end of the phone conversation to when Claire wakes up in the midst of the destruction of the bomb, and I think it's just because they didn't want to animate an explosion there, and that's mm-hmm. valid. So then Leon and Angela come by, and they're like, "What's up with Claire? We have to save her somehow." And then they fight uh, Miller, who's G-virused himself. Mm-hmm. And even um, even Claire is like, why the fuck do you have the G-virus? And I, what I really appreciated is there was a very, very cool flashback to... What the fuck is Lunchable's real name? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dr. Birkin, William Birkin. <laughs> Because I called them Lunchables in my notes, too. <laughs> <laughs> really? um, Dr. William Berg, there is a cool flashback to him transforming, um, which is kind of really cool because it's reminiscent of Resident Evil 2, and it kind of really draws in that these, yes, the games are part of this world, right? It's not just mm-hmm. the live-action movies where it's <laughs> vaguely related. 
it's got the same title, and that's all the relation it needs. Yeah, that's about it. And then there's oh, the... Oh, we forgot the- to mention one thing, and this is it. something I wanted to, to broach, and I didn't remember it until I saw it in my notes, but um, not only the weird jump from the phone conversation to the exploded bomb, the wha- the pacing of this whole movie is a little bit whack, and there's no sense of emergency, because Curtis Miller did set a time limit from when he's going to release the T-virus or D-virus or whatever. By midnight, yeah. By midnight, so they had like four hours to do their whole shit. But it's never brought up again until, like, the very, very end. Until the very end of the movie. So it could have been ten minutes. It could have been three and a half hours between one point to the other. And another point on the pacing is, like, they spend so long on these moments that don't fucking mean anything. Yeah. Like, Claire and evil British man spend, I think it's, like, 15 to 20 minutes just fucking talking about the viruses. Now, I am all I am all for a great virus talk. But like yes. I got other shit to do. <laughs> like study real life viruses for my finals. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um <laughs> I I will say that there was a diff a, a big difference between the time that well when when Leon and Claire first split up to do their separate things, Leon and Angela had this really awkward silent truck ride to her brother's house which ended up being on fire um which is very reminiscent of how just socially awkward their characters are and then the awkward silence in a british guy's car with claire in there that seemed very sinister and uncomfortable yeah it's interesting how silence can be portrayed in different ways depending on who it's between Mm -hmm. it's we could also be giving them a lot of credit um, because there's all, there, the whole movie, there's this weird, unresolved sexual tension between Leon and Angela, and it's stupid, especially because she dumb. looks ready for smooching at any possible moment. <laughs> yeah, she was made for smooching Leon, and I hate it. <laughs> it's, it's rough. Like, if they literally would have, like, made her lips, like, two, like, Claire-sized lips, it would have been no other woman in that thing has any prominent lips except for her and it yeah. makes me so uncomfortable it's like um it's her only character trait is being sexy sexy military lady and it's gross mm-hmm. except well her other military her other trait is um crying constantly about crying because she's the relative of a villain and uh-huh. the, um, not to mention the relative she hasn't talked to in three years yeah Oh my god, it's interesting. So, um, they the next important thing that happens is they cut to um them f- fighting Curtis on this the the weirdest chamber system I have ever seen. It <laughs> they looks- start out in like a greenhouse garden thing, and then I lose track of where they are in the like compound. Mm-hmm. It's weird. There's two buildings in the the Will Pharma compound, and they're in the greenhouse. Um, but then they like go underground. I I don't. Th- I is it underground? I thought it was just in a building to the left. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Can I can I just for a second talk about um, G virus uh, Curtis because I it's yes. <laughs> anyone who has a G virus gets one big eye shoulder and hand. <laughs> literally have a note right here that says why do all the g-virus victims mutate the exact same way why do they have one big arm one big eye and one tiny arm 
<laughs> and like little legs. <laughs> Except so there's a there's a point later where he gets part of the building dropped on him, but he can't be dead yet because there's still like half an hour left in this movie somehow. Yeah. And they, and they show an image of his leg like expanding as he's like getting bigger and buffer. And mm-hmm. this is how I know I should probably eat before I watch these movies. Because I looked at that and went, wow, that looks like a really delicious chicken or turkey leg. It does look like cooked meat. It's gross. It looks what? like cooked meat. And I was so ready to chow down on that G-virus leg. And then I was like, mm, I should go get a snack. I think I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, my God. He uh, he looks like emo uh, William Birkin, but with a tail. And also kind of looks like a big bug. He's a... a- his eye looks like a nipple. His eye does look like a nipple. I literally was looking at it like, why does that shape look so familiar to me? It looks like a slimy nipple. It does look like a slimy nipple. Oh Who designed my. this? It's the worst. The horny people. I thought we've established this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I forgot for a second that this was made by horny people. Oh, my God. And at one point, not related to how... G. Curtis looks, but at one point, Leon uh, spontaneously uh, summons a grenade launcher and shoots it, and I'm like, where- this is how you know it's a Resident Evil protagonist, is because they can summon guns from nowhere. I'm pretty sure he just pulled it out of his butt. Like, I'm pretty sure- yeah. Yeah, I was like, dude, why did you have this hold? Also, he wasn't firing the grenades at Curtis. He was firing them at the structure supports of the building to bring parts of the building down. And boy, what a stupid choice that was. Um, And then he... This building system that was designed to contain the virus is more confusing than the hive. And that's saying oh, for something. Sure. It looks yeah. like a Simon Says... And, and it's, like, cut up into, f- like, four or five sections. And then the sections, for some reason, spontaneously drop in- into, like, flammable water. And then they catch on fire and then they come back up. Yes. I don't remember a lot of this part of the movie because uh, my mom's dog uh, was joining me for this part and I was distracted by a cute dog. Well, I mean, that's a much better sight than what I had to witness with my own two eyeballs. Wait, flammable water, but didn't Angela and Will- William, no, Leon, <laughs> like, jump into the water? And Um, that was previously. So, at one point, oh. so, at one point, they jump into the water while they still have some members of whatever team is accompanying them this go-round. Um, they, so they jump into the water... Because the the system gives a convenient warning when the flame is about to go off. So they jump into the water. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. And then, and then they, they, they get a big off, And they're like, wait a minute. This isn't water. This is uh, some sort of ether. I didn't catch what the name of it was. And I did not care enough to go back and find out. Well, because it sprayed like a flammable liquid onto them. Yeah. It's supposed to help the fire spread and eradicate the virus, I get. But like, it's still yeah. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's what they do. And then later in the movie, they're on top of these buildings trying not to fall into the water as they catch on fire, uh, which is usually a good plan. <sighs> and then... Wait. S- go ahead. When does, the, when does the smooch happen then? When does the water smooch? That's completely unnecessary. Wait, they smooched? I missed- In the water! Oh, I, fuck- I fucking missed that. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? I... Oh, that's what the end... Okay, so at the end of the movie, she goes, we should go diving again sometime. And I was like... Yeah! 
I was like, why? That was a horrible experience for you. Oh, Oh, they smooch. I must have, like, that must have been when I was getting my turkey snack. That must have been what? (laughs) That must have been when that was. I'm sorry. I missed that. I have a note. As as soon as that happened, I wrote a note. It says, okay, we get it. This was made by straight people. (laughs) Straights are at it again. Yeah. What was your first clue? The horny nipple man or the fact that everyone is... (laughs) ready for Leon. Oh, they do a big parkour sequence with Leon where he is parkouring over the the building. Mm-hmm. In the building. Yes, he is. He's in the building, but he's on the buildings. Yes, he's in the big yes. building, moving on top of the small Simon Says buildings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there's a, a big Balrog versus Gandalf moment where Curtis G. Curtis is falling from the the platform is falling also and leon and angela are hanging from a beam of some sort and it wraps around her her ankle (laughs) and i was half expecting for her to go (laughs) fly fools at leon (laughs) and for her to die which would have been way better but no she lives no she lives she lives with the stupidest line ever so curtis is dangling from her ankle um and then they they slip and he Leon slips and he catches himself in the crook of his knee. So he's now holding on to this like platform that's crumbling by the crook of his knee, holding on to at least a hundred and fifty pound woman, not to mention the like five hundred pound monster that is attached yeah. to her. And he's just sort of chilling there. Bro. And she goes, let me go. You don't have to save me. And then he says the worst line in the whole movie, which is, if you don't try to save one life, you'll never save any. And I exited my body. I was so, <laughs> I was so upset. I was like, what the fuck kind of bullshit is that that I left? Because well, he's, he's referencing what her brother had said to her earlier when she was talking about him. Yeah, I get that, but it was cool when he said it. (laughs) It was cool when he said it, and I was like, maybe it was the combination of the hair flopped into the face and the fact that he was holding on to all three of them by the crook of his goddamn knee. Just fucking chillin'. Just chillin'. That feeling when you got 600 total pounds hanging from your arm. Minimum. And then he makes the world's best shot. And this is how you triple know that this movie was made by horny people. It's a slow-mo bullet shot of the bullet traveling in front of uh, Angela's body. And you don't see her face ever. It's just boobs, stomach, Mm -hmm. crotch. And then it, like, slow-mos into the dude's head. um, And then he dies. And then they get, uh, then they, like, Tarzan swing on the thing. And then they are saved. Woohoo, they did it. Woohoo, they did it. And then they have this really, like, weird... They stare at each other for a long time without saying a goddamn thing. An alternate title for this movie is Leon fights a big bad monster while Claire fiddles around with a control panel. (laughs) Yes! There's literally a moment where Claire is staring at the control panel that controls a bunch of stuff in in the room that they're in. So you think she would be trying to help them, but she's not. There's no. literally a moment where she goes, she goes, I wonder what's going to happen next. <laughs> she goes, what would Leon do? And then, like, 
I don't know what happened after that. It was super inconsequential. But she pushed like, buttons randomly and they did she a really did. consequential thing. Anyways, they get out of the, the building somehow. Mm-hmm. They are all out of the building. And then Claire does a big detective on uh, the, the British dude, who at this point I learned that his name is Frederick. I did not know that before at uh, this point in the movie. But she, she uncovers uh, that Frederick was working to buy these item these viruses off the black market and then resell them for higher prices i don't know no so he was he was the he was the perpetrator right he stole the viruses from umbrella in raccoon and then sold them on the black market to other governments oh okay uh, yeah but he somehow decided that he needed the vaccines before he could actually sell them which is not true any they'll take any sort of bioweapon period yeah i can see it being like sort of an insurance against what happens after cuz he's he's if he's seen the events of raccoon city then he knows that oh this shit fucks you up and will fuck everybody up so why if i have a an antidote then i can just do that for me and whoever and no, my, nobody else whoever my beneficiary is my bffs i'll get the vaccine <laughs> yeah Thea, I would give you the vaccine if I was about to destroy the world. Aw, thanks. I would, too. Yeah, we would be vaccine buddies. Hell yeah. Um, and then there's another moment where... There's a moment where, at the very end, where Angela is staring at the facility of, um... Will Farm... Pharma Will. Farm... Pharma Will? Will Farm? Yeah. Will Pharma. Will Pharma. And, um, she's got this, like, super low-cut dress on, and I was like, lady, put your boobies away. Put your boobies away, please. She's also the only one who changed. The other two are wearing the exact same clothes. Well, Leon wears the the same clothes also in the fourth game. So those that's <laughs> that particular outfit has been through a lot. Damn. I mean, he's got a style going. It, it apparently is working for everyone he comes across, so I guess. I mean, <laughs> I too am super into Kevlar a turtleneck t shirts. <laughs> I, mm, that gets me going for sure. <laughs> I don't even remember. Oh, he gets another call because for some reason his phone always works and he always has it no matter what. Mm-hmm. And um, he gets another mission and then, and that's when the scuba diving line comes on. And I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. But now it makes more sense to me. And then there's this weird moment between... Leon and Claire when they're splitting up and he's like, so what are you up to? Like, he didn't, he, like, he didn't just spend the whole movie flirting with another lady. (laughs) Well, listen, he knows that Claire is a big lesbian and Mm -hmm. he's just trying to support her and wants to know about her life. That is, I mean, that's, that's fair. Um, And And that's the only reason. Yeah, that's it. Capcom, don't interact with me. (laughs) Capcom, don't at me. He did refer to um, himself and in, in Chris in the Wii form at one point, so. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. I totally forgot about that. that was, I forget when, when when that was, but yeah, I'm like, does Leon know Chris? What? He does. Um, Leon does know Chris. Um, I'm trying to remember when they meet. They've, de- they've definitely met by six. I just don't remember. Because Chris has left... Uh, stars by the time Leon is coming into to Raccoon City. Has he? Are you absolutely yeah. positive of that? 
Well, yeah, I, I know this because uh, in Resident Evil 3, Jill is talking about how Chris has been missing. Uh, and it's the same day as Resident Evil 2. Except, it, well, it's it's rough, right? Because he's in Resident Evil 2 in the star's office. There is a note to, from him to the star's office, and he still has a desk there. Where he's mm-hmm. like, hey, star buddy pals, I am going to Europe. Don't look for me. And it's absolutely a clue being like, guys, come look for me, please. I am in yeah. danger. I'm in huge trouble. I need Jill to help me out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's, uh, yeah, and then that's the end of the movie. And nothing of consequence happened this whole goddamn movie. Nope. It's still better than the live action, though. Most of them. Yeah, that's true. I will say there is one character that made a surprise appearance that I was so happy to see, and it's Hunnigan. Hunnigan is Leon's handler. Um, she is affectionately known by most people as Phone Lady. She's the one that <laughs> she's the one that shows up on the phone all the time. Okay, cool. Like she she's what I call his handler, where like she mm-hmm. is his connection between missions and him, right? Like the government mm. and him is there's Hunnigan in the middle. Oh, kind of like a like a Bond per- per- what's, what's what's the person name? in the James Bond? It's uh, Q. Q. Yeah, is that who that is? I don't yeah. never watched a James Bond movie. Anyways, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's one of uh, that guy, the one you know. Yeah, you know the guy. Yeah, she she's pretty badass. She's pretty cool. She does a lot of uh, hacking and stuff, so she's pretty dope. Ooh, we love some hacking. Yeah. Uh, so I was looking through Capcom's, like, page to be like, are these movies canon? Are they, like, canon to the story of the games? And they're like, yes, these are canon for games four through six. And I was like, hmm, (laughs) okay. Okay, okay, yes, because Tricell, which is briefly given a little bit of a screen time in the very, very, very end of the movie. Isn't that um, Excel's company? Yes, that's in the fifth movie. Bit movie? God game. damn it. The fifth game. <laughs> yes. Oh so, my god. So they are canon, technically. Do they mm. add anything to the story? The no. first one doesn't. The other two have yet to be seen. Although, I have heard that Van- Vendetta is pretty dope. Ooh, yes. I've heard good things about Vendetta, which is the third, third one. one. It's yes. the one where Chris and Leon team up. I will say. Ooh, okay. When it when the trailer fin- for Vendetta came out, I was so pumped. I will send you the scene that Please. they used for the promo. Well, Vendetta's the most recent Resident Evil movie, because it was made in 2017. The last live action was 2016, so it's the most recent movie uh, media for Resident Evil. Besides, you know, the, the very, very good movie we all know and love, uh, real-time fandom games. <laughs> Okay, no, give me the trailer, please. I need to send it to my very good friend until she please, may see why. Please I'm, send it to me. I'm sending it right now. I'm putting it. Yay. Give me the link. <laughs> <laughs> it was like doing the thing where it would only select part of the link, and it was not Gross. being my friend. Okay, I'm playing it right now. Official trailer number one, 2017. <laughs> I will say that Leon in this trailer does look a lot more like the fake Leon, the gross, awful Leon from mm-hmm. uh, Resident Evil, whatever the movie was. Five? He kind of, yeah. He kind of looks a little bit like Norman Reedus. 
a little bit, huh? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> the the scene where they fight together is especially good from what I've heard. I have not watched it yet um, because I kind of forgot it existed for a hot minute. But yeah, huh. I've heard it was pretty dope because there's a part from one of the trailers that you can see where it's either Leon or Chris, I don't remember, one of them comes in on a motorcycle and just, like, yeets the motorcycle at a bunch of zombies, and it's very yeah. good. Ooh. Mmm. I'm excited. Mostly because Rebecca's there, and I love Rebecca. Rebecca! Every time I hear that name, I can't help but think of the, I, it's either a vine or, t- it started somewhere where it's, um, uh, it, it's a thing, I think it's from Catbug, where they, like, yes, I'll never yes. love you! <laughs> I'll never love you! Rebecca! <laughs> Rebecca! I th- I, yeah, same. Every time. I can't help it. <laughs> but final thoughts on this movie. It's, uh, it, it's aight. It's aight. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not good. It's not the, my favorite. Yeah, no. it's, it's not good and it's not bad. Um, should we add it to our ranking, maybe? Oh, yes. Where does it go on the ranking? On the ranking. Okay, it's definitely not above three or the fandom. No, no. I think I might put this one below four even. No, you know, it's it's going below three. Um, so my current ranking is um the third movie. We should I should probably write what these actually are, huh? So I have the nah, third movie, the fandom, the first live action, degeneration, and then four six two five they're bad like six two and five are just bad bad movies they're yeah. horrible horrible movies that Awful, cannot terrible. be redeemed in any sort of way no um and i can't wait for uh vendetta to become the very top of my list <laughs> <laughs> i hope so it looks very promising oh i was gonna say it does look based on the trailer that we just watched it does look a lot more horror-y then um in the beginning of the trailer yes there were some very startling imagery mm-hmm. of body horror and then it just sort of goes into your your typical action right uh movie there is some uh, a, a car chase with some motorcycles and some yeah. zombie fights it's very good yeah where did you put it in your ranking mine is my ranking right now is the fan dub first live action third degeneration four six five two Four, six, five, and two are just such awful movies, you guys. Just they're just they're just so bad. Good. Go listen nice. to our previous episodes to explain why they're such bad movies. Yes, please give us your rankings. Where does gen- generation fit for you? Oh, I did want to give you a quick Resident Evil related update. Ooh, yeah, please. Um, recently, my boyfriend and I invested in a VR system. Ooh. Uh, and I have wait. Pl- I have played through Resident Evil Seven. Um, and I am the world's biggest scaredy gonna- cat, and I attempted, I started the game in VR, Resident Evil oh 7 in VR. Um, and- Police are so brave. I am not brave, and here is why. <laughs> I got to the menu, and the menu scared the crap out of me, and I could oh, not no. do it. Um, oh. so I have to wait for my boyfriend to come home, because he makes me brave. Um, Aww. so I have to, I have to wait for him, otherwise I will <laughs> literally cry and pee myself, because it, so for those of you who don't know, the VR opening is your, for calibration, you're in a padded room with just, um, oh god, what is her name? 
the the grandma child girl in that game. I can't remember her name oh. for the life of me right now. Um, but it's just her chair. Her creepy ass chair that you see and you're in a padded room and you're looking around at fucking blood handprints on the wall and it freaked me out. Ooh. And then it brings you to the menu, which is a live rendering of the inside of the trailer that's outside. The like save room trailer. Mm-mm. Mm. It's too spooky for me. <laughs> the only um, playthrough of Resident Evil 7 that I've seen was a Polygon series called Yellface, where uh, one guy was playing the game and the the audience was the his co-worker, whom I love very much, Simone de Rochefort. I forget the guy's name. I'm so sorry. Um, or she had... Uh, Is it Patrick? No, it's um, the other guy. Brian David Gilbert. No, a different guy. <laughs> Uh, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff Ramos. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, where she has a, a, and some of them she has a heart rate monitor um, to tell how scared she is. And another one, she has a glass filled to the brim with water. And if she spills it, she loses. <laughs> it's very funny. Oh, no. They play, yeah, they play Resident Evil 7. They play uh, Outlast 2. Oh, God. Yeah, it's very fun. Outlast 2 is a lot shorter of a game than I thought. It is, it's, it feels long because you get killed in the same yes. part 800 times. Yes, like, yeah, that tracks for those kinds of games. Anywho, this movie is okay. Not anything to write home about, nor uh, light your torch for. Yeah, even though we did spend almost an hour talking about it. Yeah, but that was mostly talking about other things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I think that's it. You can tweet at us at the biohazard report. Send us emails at the biohazard report at gmail.com. Uh, tell us your rankings. Uh, and also yeah. tell us what you think the scariest Resident Evil game is. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, the movies so far, not scary. Not but scary. the games sometimes can scare the shit out of you. Uh, the first one is particularly spooky. Yes, very good spooky. And I think that's it for us. And remember, we're all going to die down here. Thank you.